following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. Some of you are listening on a Saturday afternoon and so you're in real time. But others of you may be hopefully over the months ahead listening to this podcast because this is something special. Mm-hmm. Something wonderful is coming. And that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And so uh, please do share share about Prison Transformation Radio with your friends and people in your church as we bring it to you. And then go to the podcast page, am980themission.com. I think what Pastor Dwight, my co-host. Yes. Um, we've got like over 50 shows now. Yeah. Wealth of information. So I'm Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative and my brother in Christ, Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Yeah, good excited. to see you, my friend. Yeah, it's been I a good miss week. you. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> well, we're here every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it sounds like a it's... live show, but it really isn't. We come in a couple times a month, and guests join us, and then yeah. we we load up the recordings. So, no, just thank you it. for your faithfulness and being yes, here. Thank you. How's, yeah, the, been... how's, how's life in prison? It's been great. Um, Tuesday just we were visits at... by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And Tuesday we were at um, Moose Lake Prison, and then. Um, Coming up on the 14th of October, I'm, I'm heading to Michigan. Actually, about the 12th, I'm leaving to Michigan. And then on the 14th, I'll be speaking at a missionary conference at the Rush Creek Bible Church in well, uh, Byron Center, Michigan. Round, round, so, get around. Yeah, there's like 40 around. prisons in, in Michigan. I've been to a couple, so I'm hoping to go to a couple more prisons while I'm yeah. in Michigan and giving out the word. And just so people know, over 30,000 people get um, in prison and not necessarily imprisonment most of them get bible study courses yes 90%. and could you use some people to help uh some volunteers to Absolutely. help score those yeah that's what we really we how really people, need volunteers how can people connect with well you? they can either call me my cell phone is 612-423-3457 or our website is prisonmission.org and if they right. know anybody in prison or maybe not in prison that wants to study the bible they don't have to be yeah. in prison they can A get college thing. credit Contact me, call me, or email me. Uh, we'll get you uh, the Bible lessons mailed out to you. And if Excellent. you have a friend in prison, just I just need their name and their inmate number, and then the address, and we can mail it out. Amen. And the R3 Collaborative, if you haven't heard of that, the three R's, recovery, which has to do with recovery from treatment. Mm-hmm. The second R is reentry, reentry from incarceration. And my favorite part, renewal in Christ. So just Amen. just really briefly, Jesus Christ, Holy Son of God, you're the anchor of the whole thing. Just mm-hmm. thank you for blessing and providing this show. Reach out to the audience. Touch the hearts of folks that that need to need to find some help or no loved ones that need help. And the mm-hmm. R3 collaborative is basically a Oh, it's about 500 ministries, uh, some individuals who do work mm-hmm. in recovery and reentry, and we're more of an association that pro- that promotes different resources. And folks, there's a wealth of resources, so that's R3 Collaborative. 
www.thepeopleshow.org, and which helps lead in today. I told you something wonderful is coming. Yeah. It's the new Freedom Works, and I'll talk okay. about new versus old in a minute. We have the director, George Lang, just sitting across from me right as we speak, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to invite you all to an open house at the new Freedom Works. Mm-hmm. Freedom Works, for many, many years, has been working with, with men coming out of prison and some men coming out of recovery in North Minneapolis, in a, a humble, small facility, about 10 to 15 men can be there. They have just moved into a city block. Multiple buildings will be able to serve up to 180 wow. men and women, treatment providers, and, and that's what we're here to tell you about. Wow. Something wonderful is coming. So on October 18th, mm-hmm. you can come to the open house. R3 is going to be there over the lunch hour. George Lang will be uh, talking about the new Freedom Works and the services from 11 to noon. And then their catering department is going to feed us well. Hmm. And then if you can't make it midday, come in the evening. And George will talk about this too. But uh, Freedom Works is going to do an open house. And if you want to see what the Lord's doing, uh, you got to come and see this thing. So, so that's kind of our focus today. Is, is to let you know about the new Freedom Works. And I just want to say something, because I've, uh, I've talked about this before, but I spent about 10 years with Teen Challenge, mostly in aftercare. Mm-hmm. And here's one of the tragedies. I don't mean to point finger at anything. There's a lot of funding for mm-hmm. prison. Right. I mean, $40,000, $50,000 a year. There's a lot of funding for treatment. I mean, the, what insurance companies pay is what the state pay. But Pastor Dwight, you know when the funding ends? No. When does it end? When they leave prison. What? When they leave treatment. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It dries up. There's not. There's hardly any money for outpatient services. Wow. And that's where you ladies and gentlemen with the church come in. Uh-huh. And that's where Freedom Works come in. We're waiting at the gate, man. Right. We'll say, hey, we're going to help you get jobs, get to work. We're going to help them pay their room and board. We're going to put it together. We'll try to get some government funding. But that's the word of my brother. That's the work of my brother, George Lang. And so um, he's been doing this faithfully for a long time, and now that's coming up. So let's welcome George Land, the Executive Director of Freedom's Works. Well, thank you, Jim. Good yeah, to how have you Jim. doing? Good, good to doing have good. you here, my friend. <laughs> good to have you here. Well, thank you for having me on and the opportunity to be able to mm. share what God is doing at Freedom Works. Yeah, thank you. So we'd like to start off with big picture, um, and then we're going to kind of break down, folks. You'll get a sense as to who Freedom Works serves and what kind of services but start off with vision and mission. Help our audience understand what's FreedomWorks all about, big picture. So FreedomWorks is a post-prison outreach that uh, works with men on the inside of prison and during their transition from incarceration back into the community. Um, our vision around that is bringing the supportive services, building um, uh, supportive relationships around them, including a mentor, bringing um, them through a residential program, helping them get employment, of course, meeting all their transitional needs, but the focus is on growing in Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm. Amen. And there is a, you can have everything from from discipleship, highly structured with your mentor, but there's also a lot of grace at Freedom Works. There is. You meet people where they're at, is what I heard. There is. And yeah. when you made a comment a minute ago about meeting them at the gate, uh, Freedom Works has always postured itself of working with people on the inside of prison or incarceration, over, or possibly uh, maybe they're in Minnesota Teen Challenge and meeting them yeah. at their point of entry upon their release. Mm. And I know when I'm at the Salvation Army, Union Gospel Mission, and they're in those programs, uh, Freedom Works is always one of the first places I'll say, once you're done with treatment, once it's ready to go out in the world, give yourself a break. 
Give yourself a structured experience where you can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And as Pastor Dwight always says, we love stories. And yes. could you help the audience, George, get to know you personally a little bit? Uh, what's your story? Because I know you got a story. Whatever you're comfortable in sharing. Sure. So I'll, I'll uh, try to keep it within an hour. Yeah, and, you know, uh, <laughs> we, we can always cut you off. But, you know, I grew up in St. Paul on the west side and uh, of St. Paul and I came from a very... Um, abusive kind of violent uh um, home that had was riddled with addiction um my mother and father were alcoholics and the environment i grew up in um wasn't safe and by the time i was eight years old they divorced and our Mm -hmm. whole anything that had a infrastructure for family just dissolved Mm -hmm. so by the time i was 10 i I would say the the first idea of i'm gonna have to survive on my own at 10 um, at 10 and uh, I was 14 years old when I got my first apartment wow. really um, yeah yeah wow. and uh, I took over uh, an apartment for my brother Lauren who um, has been you know in recovery now now he's sober but uh, you know at, at that time you know was alcoholic and used a lot of drugs and he went on a binger and disappeared for six months I'm not sure where he went you know and I just kept paying the rent mm-hmm. and at that time I was heavily involved in uh, the trade of stolen merchandise and the introduction of drugs happened. And so th- that's kind of how I figured out life. Yeah. Um, you know, I figured it out on my own terms around the network of people that were involved in crime and uh, everything was permissible, so, so to speak, within our network. Yeah. And um, so that so led me to you were on the wild side. You were on oh, the absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there are consequences. Absolutely. For that what happened. And, well, you know, my, my addiction started really early, I would say, uh, you know, at about 10. And, uh, but the introduction of uh, cocaine here in the Twin Cities and the crack, crack mm. era, that really took over. So not only did I uh, participate in the trade of that, but also in the use of that. And uh, so I became highly addicted uh, throughout my um, early uh, um, years, uh, or I should say my late teens. And that brought me to prison when I was 23 years old uh, for the first time and brought me back to prison the second time when I was uh, 28 and brought me back to prison when I was, uh, I would have turned, just turned 35. Wow. And so that was, uh, uh, so three times in prison, I've mm. spent uh, just under eight years incarcerated. I uh, never went to prison, but that's just because I didn't get caught. Mm. Uh, it's not, what your story sounds like my visits to treatment programs. But uh, somebody found me in treatment, and I think he found you in prison. Can he you did. talk about what happened within prison that was transformational for you? Mm. Well, you know, there's an old term that, you know, you can do time standing on your head. Yeah, you know, for my us son old convicts, so to speak, you know, we can do time, we can, ha- we, we can handle anything that life throws us at us. But at this particular time, um, life was just throwing too much at me. I was losing not only uh, my family, uh, my wife and my children, who at that time, my value system, they were at the bottom of the list the things that were the most painful were losing everything that I have had obtained in life, um, kind of status quo, a legend in my own mind. I own a bar and restaurant over in St. Paul, turned it into a nightclub. Um, again, back to selling drugs. Uh, the possessions that I gained anywhere from automobiles or money, you know, some would say wealth. It's not a wealth yeah. as uh, some would know it, but uh, them were the things that I valued and them were, the, were my gods. And I was losing them things um, one by one. Of course, when I went into prison, 
Um, I lost my life, but while I was in prison, uh, my wife and I filed for divorce and um, she pretty much was commandeering all my gods. And oh, wow. so that was a breaking mm -hmm. part, you know, and I, I used to say in a, in a joking way, you know, if she wanted to leave, well, go ahead, just leave my gods with me, so to speak. And, but I was in segregation in Faribault prison and life just became too much. And I was at a breaking point. Um, there was already th things as, as I look back in hindsight, that guys were planting seeds of Jesus Christ in me, but I didn't know who he was. I asked Christ, I should say, I asked God to come into my life. And then from there, after getting out of segregation, um, after a 10 day, um, um, holdover, uh, about two months later, I went into the prison fellowship program and I would say anywhere from three, I don't know, six months later, I would not only learn who Christ was from an educational standpoint or mm -hmm. for information, but I would start developing a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was released from prison after three years, I, I had a relationship with Christ. He was my personal Lord and Savior, and I knew mm -hmm. who he was. And, and I knew him as the one that saved me, that was in the hole in segregation when I asked God to come into my life, even though I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. he, he was there. He was there. Yeah, it was Amen. Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge. Yeah. If me. you just tuned in, we're listen, you're listening to uh, AM 980, The Mission. Our show is called Prison Transformation Radio. My name is Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. My co-host here, Jim Moore, with the... Uh, R3 Collaborative, and then we're interviewing right now George Lang, who's the executive director of Freedom Works. And George, I just loved hearing about your story. Um, Prison Transformation and Radio is about changing hearts with Christ, yeah, and that's what Freedom Works is about. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got involved then with Freedom Works and what that's all Good. about? Well, uh, upon my release, they offered me work release. I was in Lano Lakes Prison. Um, I was given, I was approved to go to back to St. Paul for eight months. Of work release and as I got closer and closer to the door um, I decided to cancel work release mm -hmm. I, I couldn't do it I was so afraid of going back to that former life that um you know after the relationship with Christ that intersection happens right yeah. my, my whole yeah. world was flipped upside down right. I didn't know what to do but I knew I couldn't go back a mile away from my old stopping grounds right. and I, I still at that time owned the uh, bar over in St. Paul, everything was just, I was just fearful right, of that. Right. So um, I decided to cancel my work release and then I ended up um, being repositioned over in Minneapolis to a place now called Life Rebuilders. At that time it was Midwest Challenge. Wonderful place. Mm -hmm. yep. And I went there um, for about two months and then during that time, um, because of the volunteers that surrounded me within the prison fellowship, inside Lionel, uh -huh. they came over and extended um, for me to, to, instead of going back to, or going to my own apartment, which was, I could do yeah. I, 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 at that time, you know, I know how to live on my own, but I don't know how to live on my own in right. Christ. Right. And it, you can't live on your own in Christ. So I went over to Freedom Works. Okay. And hey, I've you. been with Freedom Works now for, um, since that release date of April 4th of 2006. Wow. And so many of our listeners most probably don't know about Freedom Works, and um, by the way, myfreedomworks.org, or com. Com. Okay, see, I, I told you I was gonna stumble. <laughs> yeah. Myfreedomworks.com, or Google uh -huh. My Freedom Works. That's the way that works uh -huh. for me. But right. they can get a lot of different information. Um, but what, since we got you live, um, help yeah. us. We typically, Pastor, we talk about problem, testimony, solutions. Right. So what's the problem? It's specifically, tell us about 
the men who come from prison or from treatment, and what are they wrestling with, and what are you trying to impact in their lives at FreedomWorks? Mm-hmm. That's good. I look at the problem as, you know, on the surface, we look at guys that are incarcerated that got to come out, they, they at their point of pain is not having a bed, yeah. not having employment, not, you know, going back to them old relationships. I, I have experienced yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is the absence of God in their life. And that, um, and then the, even a just as important piece of the problem is even if they have a relationship with, with God as, as they know him or Christ, um, but when they get out of prison, they don't have community to go into. Mm-hmm. So they try to, again, they're back to figuring out life on their own. And after incarceration, which typically in Minnesota, uh, you know, 50% of men end up going back and, and reoffending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, there's, there's no real bumper guards. There's no real guardrails. They just you go from prison or from treatment to your back out in the world yes. again. So right. Freedom Works provides structure, right? You provide safe kind of environments. I could still go to work. I could go to school, I could do things. So in our current program yeah. right now, yeah. So we have a residential program. It's a smaller program that has uh, spaces for up to 15 guys. On average, we have about 12 guys that we're looking to grow um, in Christ. But we, upon their release, they're met other transitional needs. We have a four-phase program. We um, we have ironed that out, so to speak, um, gotten better at what we have uh, are trying to accomplish and transitioning men out of prison. So we have that structure, we have that accountability, mm-hmm. but it is a volunteer program. Yeah. So when guys are coming to FreedomWorks, it's not mandated from a probo or from a probation mm-hmm. officer for, or from the courts. Um, 90% of the guys come there because they're at a point that they can't go back to their life. So they're willing to be accountable and they're learning what community is. I think that's a key piece is that I think we, uh, I had a idea of what community meant and what that, uh, my old worldview of that would be more people, more problems, more people, more chances to stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. That's not the community of Christ. So we have to, we've got to get rid of them old tapes. Like relearn. And we've we've got to relearn. And so the word of God says that we should be transformed, Amen. right? So yeah. how, how do we be transformed into his image out there on our own? or around if we're going to surround ourselves with worldly people that are focused on other things um, other than Christ. So at, at FreedomWorks, we are teaching men what community looks mm. like. And and so kind of give us a little bit, kind of behind the scenes. And by the way, again, October 18th, you can come see the new expanded FreedomWorks and myfreedomworks.com. You can get all the information there about that, and it's October 18th. But help take us behind the scenes right now. If, if I were going to Freedom Works, what would my life look like the months while I'm there? Because I know I get the weekly updates, George. I see what you're up to. Yeah, so, you know, for me, it was real scary going into a faith-based program. Uh, uh, again, you know, 40 years of doing life on my own terms. Yeah. And, but going into Freedom Works that, you know, what I... Um, look at it from a daily perspective from a guy that's coming there is he's going to have help with getting employment. He's going to help or have help with um, dealing with life as life throws things at him uh, during his transition. But uh, FreedomWorks, uh, again, is a volunteer program. So guys are allowed to go to work. We do have structure around their work. So currently um, guys are heavily um, encouraged to get first and second shift job or first and third shift jobs because the majority of the programming that we do from our Bible studies and our mentoring, our fellowship dinners, in every um, aspect of this, um, 
uh, program, we're trying to build relationships around uh, around our residents, and it's kind of hard to do if they're working on second shift. Yeah. Right. So, but but they do go out there, and they 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 go to their recovery groups. Um, twelve we have not been doing a 12-step recovery at FreedomWorks right now because we're trying to get them introduced more into people that do it well, Serenity Village. Yeah. Heavy. I got so Wonderful much respect place. for it. Yeah, so we're trying to get them engaged in the recovery community on mm-hmm. the outside, mm-hmm. And um, but that's in our current location. So recovery support groups, church communities, but Ed, to jobs, to mentors, you help them make those connections because for me it would be overwhelming because you got to change everything. But that's part of the program, right? It is part of the program. You're going to help connect me. So we we work with, uh, you know, R3. Obviously, we work with R3. We work with a lot of collaboratives in the Twin Cities. I've always carried a torch or the idea that we shouldn't be the experts in um, everything. FreedomWorks should be uh, managing what that vision is on 36 and Penn in our current program. Yeah. Plus, we don't have the space. We do not have the space. But the challenging piece of our current program is that when we do work with collaboratives, we've got to send people across town for them to meet with them collaboratives. And uh, we've never had them on site. We have had a career development um, course that helps guys get it from survival jobs and more focused into careers. We help men that uh, during the time of their transition into the community start focusing on goals on what's the next step after Freedom Works yeah. and getting us not just supportive housing, permanent housing. So we look at them aspects of help, helping guys that have lived out of their pocket their whole life, like myself. I've, I've always been good with money, but it's always whatever I got my fist around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never long-term, it's never been a, um, setting goals or budgets and, you know, looking at, um, you know, buying property instead of being a renter, you know, how do I get into my own home? Right. A lot of the guys that we work with have destroyed their credit. They have mm-hmm. no, um, either they've had no credit or they've got bad credit. They've got bad rental history for like UDs mm-hmm. on their record. So we help them through them pieces. One of the challenges I'd say, I'm not sure what the stat is, but I'd say 80% of the guys that we work with don't have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, you know, they often want to get the car before the, you know, they want to get the car before the horse, so to speak. So we help them through that process through collaborative efforts of um, dri- uh, driver's diversion programs and types of things. And, so, and there's so such a wealth of resources mm-hmm, in Minnesota. There is. But it's hard to find them. It's overwhelming to find them. So that's what R3 does, and that's where I work with you. Let's get the right person to the right resources at the right time. So you've been talking about current 2018, but some of you are listening in 2019, and by the time you're listening, the doors are open at the new Freedom Works. Uh, We have about a minute or so left, a minute or two, but give us a glimpse, help us catch the vision. What's this going to look like in 2019 if once everything's up and rolling? So we're going from a campus that 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 can that has 15 beds. We're going to a campus that has three um, large buildings that will um, house um, up to a 80, 180 men, wow. uh, women, and and, and their families. And um, but the part I the part I get excited about if if I can go back to my personal testimony and I say that when I asked God to come into my life, I didn't know who Christ was. It wasn't until three to six months later when I started to, yeah. started to develop mm-hmm. a relationship with Christ. That's always been a, a, a factor for me being at FreedomWorks. We've always looked for men coming into FreedomWorks that were sold out to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and my heart has always been broke for guys that, what about the guy that's sitting in, sitting in segregation? What about the guy that's sitting, you know, um, 
that that doesn't have a relationship with Christ and he doesn't know who he is. So we have um, always looked for, again, we've looked for men that know who Christ is. So I'm excited about the future of FreedomWorks because we're going to be developing um, programs outside of our current model. And that in, in regards to where your faith is, um, we're going to bring you in and we're going to help you with jobs. We're going to help you with um, housing. We're going to have... We're going to help you with your chemical dependency, 12-step recovery, regardless of where you're at. So I want to make you a deal. we got so much more to talk about. Will you come back maybe in, sure. in early yep. 2019 and then give us an update report? And we need you to close in prayer. Yeah. Because we're Take just us to Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Father Jerry. God, I just want to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be able to come here. You've opened up so many doors for men and women, Father God, here in Minnesota and throughout the nation, Lord, to be able to. Um, turn their life over to you and be able to come out successfully of where, whatever spot they're in. And I just want to pray, dear Lord Jesus, that today, Lord, that you would bless our three and the mission that they're on and all the collaboratives they work with, Lord, to impact your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you. Man. Hey, thank you, George. God bless you.